Captain's Log number N43-259. In our expedition today, we found records of Hero's journey through the galaxy bound to a destiny only the strong can burden. This is how their story unfolds. Hello and welcome to Celestial Expanse, a real play D&D podcast set in the Celestial Expanse universe. My name is Jason and I'll be playing everyone's favorite heretic elf, Theron. In this episode, you may experience side effects of chicanery, tomfoolery, ballyhoo, monkey shines, and if you're lucky, maybe it's a gold ugly. But now, I want to introduce the Prime Minister of Sinister, the former of Fornicating Skyward, the numero uno of rolling numero Matthew. How are you, Matthew? Take two. Yes. Ben, playing Rel. Yes, Still. that's me. Okay. I feel like we just made that joke. Boston, playing Juniper. How are you, Boston? Existence. Clarence, playing the kind and generous Martle. How are you, Clarence? Yeah. Natalia playing Z. How are you, Natalia? I'm good. How are you, Jason? New job. Yes. Are yes. you Are you making millions now? Oh, uh, I, I'm getting there. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah slowly, uh-huh. just like the rest of us. Billions. Back to though. you. Yeah. <laughs> Back to you, Matt. <laughs> That's good. That That means you can help out um, Rel with his debt. <laughs> Gotta get out of my own first, but yeah, well, I got you, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so does anybody remember what happened last time? We managed to get up to the top of the building we spotted uh, on our way up. We did end up spotting, uh, what's his name? The guy that Z wants to kill. Uh, Starts with a T. Theodore. Theodore, that's it. Thank you. Um, And he was being broken down for crystal dust, which we need to go back for so that we can pay the people that let us through in the first place. But anyway, and then we ended up uh, cleaning a bathroom. Uh, Juniper did a wonderful job of cleaning a bathroom um, before we got up to the top floor. And we had gotten off the elevator and Martel spotted someone that looked a little too familiar. Not in a good way. Mm -hmm. And um, I actually have a name for that person let me get to my notes um martel when you did your history check you instantly recognized this person as arid mimithier and uh arid a-r-i-d a-r-e-d okay got it a red yes. a red climate <laughs> uh and you recognize them as in the notes that you look through when you got the leads from parliament as being the person number one person uh of interest number one like they believe to be the main architect of what happened on set. And uh, it, she matches perfectly the uh, description you had of a Mentaru. Appears to be her middle age uh, for a Mentaru. Rather attractive, as most Mentaru tend to be for some reason. Like elves and all that. Like, But uh, clearly not what you expected to see. She's in some sort of receptionist outfit and... She's looking at you, doesn't seem to recognize you, and is like, so, are you here to do the weekly cleaning of the office? Yes? That's for, uh... uh real, real quick, sorry. Real quick, remind me, since it's been a couple weeks for us, yes. remind me what we're doing here. Um, you came here to grab the old forge from um, Abaddon Systems, mainly the CEO known as Abel, uh, mm-hmm. be- because he was able to use it to recreate the same technology that keeps amethyst alive and amethyst said the only way to kill him is with the all forge because there's a device the blueprint of a device that will help shut down his tech so you could kill him right 
and remind me what floor the all forge is on. Uh, six six six. Yeah, you're six, on. Six, we were twenty short when we came off. I think we we haven't gone up yet, or are we mm-hmm. one short now. I have us on six six seven yeah, in my six, notes. Six, Maybe I had it as six six nine. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe we need to go down. Matt, you're the DM. Make the call. <laughs> I thought for sure we were on 665, one short of the level we were going up to. Let's it's, just say we'll just retcon that, like you're one floor below what the actual perfect. level you need to be on. Okay. And it's very possible I wrote it down wrong. My brain is fucky with numbers. You're not the only one. <laughs> um, okay. We are also here to destroy a piece of technology that... Um, Master Ryu, was it Master Ryu who requested that we destroy yes, the essentially um, catalyst antenna, correct? Yes, it's the device that actually caused um, everything to be shut down for the communication hub that allows all ships to be like using it as like a North Star, basically, for the entire galaxy. Without that, going using any sort of hyperdrive system is incredibly dangerous because you're not sure what's going to be on the other side. So, yes. Um, as his dying wish, he asks you to destroy this thing. And um, Atlas, Juniper's uh, robot, said that basically you can destroy it with tra- um, physical trauma. So bonk it away. Mm-hmm. And do we have an idea what floor that one is on? It's, it's on the, the same, same room. Floor. Yep, it's um, in an offshoot of the same of Abel's office. Like it's in what appears to be a hidden wall. Okay, thank you. Sorry, mm-hmm. like I said, it's been several weeks. It has been. Also, uh, we had concocted a plan to not steal the All Forge, but to, well, we're going to steal it, but not give it to Amethyst. Yes. Yes. Um, I think it was um, all of you agreed that Amethyst having that is probably a bad idea. Yes. And it was agreed that it would be better to give it to Z and have Z essentially disappear with it for a bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. Plan. Correct. In case you guys had forgotten the plan. <laughs> and also just uh, for any listeners, because that has even been longer. What happened on set? That was oh. pre-game. That is the destruction of Theron and Martel's home. Mm-hmm. Like um, there's um, the given idea is like there's multiple villages on the moon of set. The village that they're on, they were from got completely wiped out. Right. As as a player, I understood that, but for the listener's sake. Yes. <laughs> I think we're caught up. Okay. Um Yeah, you just see this Mentara woman looking at you like you're uh, the janitors. Um so doesn't really look at you, just like kinda give you like a side eye to make sure to look like she's kinda looking at like talking to you, while at the same time not. Just looking at paperwork, signing things and that kind of stuff. Um Martel will just kind of nod in affirmation and say we are working our way from the lower floors up so i guess just don't let us bother you very good uh uh the ceo is not in right now so you can easily uh, clean his office without um disturbing him you see her uh click on a button and it's like the door is unlocked please make sure not to make a mess in there like i, I understand you're there to clean it but please don't move anything that's not already there. He likes leaving things in a particular way. Of course. Do you have an estimation on when he'll be back? Like, how long can we be in there? It appears that you have 45 minutes. He doesn't like seeing people in his office other than me. So, yes, uh, if you can get that done in half an hour, I am pre- I would be more than willing to give you 
a good word for him, so he maybe can get a bonus. Thank you. And Martel will just turn and start cleaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she gets back to her paperwork and acting like it's nothing, like she's outright ignoring you, like this is an everyday thing for her. I want to clean in the area that she's in mm-hmm. first, and hopefully those guys will head into the CEO's office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and I definitely... Wanna... Okay. And I want to be like, must be nice being the CEO, huh? You can just be gone. I mean, you know, where is he off to that's so important, right? Um, She's, like, working on her computer and just typing away. And at first, um, she's like, you know, most of the time the janitorial services are quiet. And she looks at you. Oh, you're a heretic elf, aren't you? Well, that's what I was told. Yes. You very often. It's a shame. Uh, it always seems like everybody's just cooped up on that moon. It must get boring. Yeah, and... that's why I left originally. You know, it got boring. Also, I apologize. I think I actually never described the room itself that you're in. Okay. Um, it's a very long hallway that leads up to. It's almost like a T shape. Like you see multiple doors. Um, that look like to be like small offices that lead into this big open space with her desk leaning against uh, like against the wall with a small opening so she can walk through and off to her side there's a door that shows a symbol with stairs that obviously leads to floor 666 that's obviously Abel's office and it's like right. this like very posh area like before you get to the main room the carpet's like this like almost like velveteen very soft floor um, carpeting. Like if you took your shoes off, you probably would like melt into the floor for how nice and comfy the the carpeting is. And it's marble tiling, like actual marble, like not like that faux marble. And the doors are made of like this like expensive looking tree material that you know it takes a ton of credits to pay for. And she's in like a very well paid. Obviously, she's very well paid with a very nice outfit, and she has like a very obvious like business hair bun that keeps her hair out of the way um so what i'm gonna do is i'm just gonna kind of talk to her and and just keep her occupied for a little while in, in case they make some noise in there mm-hmm. and and try to ascertain where the ceo is um, so so i would just look at her and, and be like have you ever uh have you ever uh visited uh the moon uh, once or twice um Mainly on vacation, I got to try out the war- the galaxy famous set wines uh, the various villages mm. would make. It's been a while since I've had some, but they're excellent. Yes, I quite agree. It's a shame to what happens to some of those villages. I heard some awful things happen. Oh yeah, that was uh, you know that was well uh, before my time, so I didn't really hear all what took place there. I didn't really pay attention. Um. Theron, when she talks about this, go ahead and give me, if you want, an insight check. Okay. I don't think I'm very good at that. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I am. An 18. You can tell she's being very condescending to you. Like, okay. Like, when she says it's a shame, you can see there's like a... She's trying her best to school her features, but there's like a slight crook on the corner of her lip like she's trying not to smile. Right, right. She's reveling in in in, in the in her own... In her, in her inside joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like I said, it was just before my time. Like I said, wouldn't it be nice just to be CEO, just head off to, I mean, wherever. 
you know, he's probably at some big dinner right now, right? Or like a charity function. I mean, where could he possibly be? Oh, uh, the CEO, tip- we typically, as Abaddon says, we don't typically do charities. We don't really have mm-hmm. a need to. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure most charities would not appreciate receiving funds from a weapons developer. Oh, that makes some sense. I mean, granted, we do also have other um, criteria. We do other departments, say, like food protection, production, medical services. But obviously the big money in weapons. You know what to say. Wars makes money. War. Yes. It never ends. Yes. Um. So he must be then meeting like with arms dealers. And again, I'm, I'm still cleaning. I'm not just standing there. I'm just like, mm-hmm. but I'm like, you know, doing a half. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So right. I'm just kind of cleaning around. Kind of just like putting a Pick mop up, on dust. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Just cleaning that one tile. It's going to be like, like almost to the point where it's going to be faded by the time you're done. Right, right. Um, it's like, it's really not your concern. Where is that right now? Like you said, you're just a jan- the janitor. Oh, that's true. And I'm going to kind of let this one go and say, all right, well, we're going to close the door behind me. So you, there's no sound. We'll be out in a half an hour. No worries. Very oh, good. oh, I did want to mention though, we did bring a new cleaning device. It's a little loud. So if you hear some noise, just disregard, we'll be gone in a half an hour. Very good. Just as long as it doesn't make a mess, you promise. Oh, well, that's our job to clean it if it does make a mess. Am I right? <laughs> yes. And I just go through the door and close the door. And can I sleight of hand lock the door behind me? Uh, Quietly. Sure. Go ahead and give me a sleight of hand. Sure. 25. Yeah, you kind of do like, you know how like kids would use to like pull the knob, turn it and like yep. press against the door. So it yep. like, doesn't make as much of a noise. And you see that's an electronic um, lock on the on your side. Clearly, the only way to unlock it outside of being behind it is through her desk. But you're able to, like, make some noise to cover the chime of the door being locked. Okay. okay. And, Sounds good. And, yeah. And like everybody else, you notice, like, when they're going towards the, the floor 666 of this office, it's a s- straight um, stairs up marble um, stairs with a red carpeting over it, obviously, to protect the marbling. And it leads to this huge circular office that has three almost pure 360 degree viewing outside with the windows that you suspect it has some sort of like polarization ability to it because you see like this huge panel right next to the door that has all sorts of like window controls to it. And one of them is obviously that says polarization effect. And in the center, you see this huge wooden desk it's very similar to what theodore has maybe it's just like everybody shops from the same um store for when it comes to desks but you see like these huge like monitors surrounding the desk almost like they're floating off of it and uh that's basically what you see but yeah (laughs) (laughs) a very small version z is going to um nudge juniper uh and say, uh, under her breath, she's going to say, uh, Atlas, uh, cameras, and just kind of do a circular motion, like, around the room from the doorway before she goes in. Juniper <laughs> just kind of, like, sits on the ground. Um, you start looking on your, on your nid, and you see there's, like, there's, like, multiple, um, signals. Obviously, like, a various, like, wireless, um, networks available to you. 
Um, they're all like in like numerical fashion. There's like no like nicknames for these wireless signals. Uh, if you're looking for like the one particularly for this office, I am going to need a computer check. I'm going to go uh, hit the button to uh, polarize the window so no one can see in. Okay. Not um, that anybody could at office level 666, but... Yeah. If I don't think it's good enough, I... Mm -hmm. Well, you are able to um, figure out right away, like, through a a, net, a network compiler that's, like, labels which ones go to where, and you see the one particularly for this office is highlighted, and it's a long string of numbers, but you then see there's, like, a small chain of characters that say 666. So obviously this is for floor 666. And uh, it points to all, like, the best way, not the best way, but it points to the array of screens. There's obviously some sort of computer connected to the network, but it's like a closed system. Like, you can connect to this Wi-Fi, but um, you don't seem to have a lot of options for commands. Looking in, like, there's nothing. No cameras, no alarms, no... Um, microphone. You see, well, you more like feel Atlas like pop out of your back backpack, and he's like, Juniper, perhaps it's best if we connect the NID to the computer system in on the desk. Yeah, it's like very comfy carpeting, like like what I described earlier. Yeah, that's why I sat on the floor. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, when you get there, you see like this like very large leather like chair that has all sorts of. Features to it is obviously able to go back and forth and all that, but you also see like a massage option to it. I'm gonna turn on the massage chair and do my work, of course. Yeah, you're still talking about the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> the carpet had a massage option. I was like, wow, this is really, this is really uh, fancy. Yeah, like it just like massages your feet while you're walking on it. <laughs> I don't know. That's like kind of disturbing. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you like fiddle with the settings until it's like perfect and. You feel yourself like caressed by this chair, like all the knots oh. in your back are like being like rubbed out and, and it's like perfectly set to you. And obviously whenever you try to talk, it's like that whole like your voice is like constantly, uh and this is fine. huh? This is fine. <laughs> um when you get to the computer, are you like connecting to it with your NID or are you gonna try to like break into it? What's the plan? I'm gonna connect with the NID. Okay, when you connect it via the universal connection that you have, you see there's a password needed. I'm gonna hack the password. All right, uh, give me a computer check. 26. Uh, you easily um, hack into the cache, the memory cache of this computer. And obviously this guy, because at the time he was an old man, so he had to have some sort of like specific password that only he would remember. And It was password one, two, three. No, yeah. um, not that. It actually says, in Leet speak, Kinslayer. Oh, oh wow. I see. That's pretty it. <laughs> and you hear a chime, and it says, welcome, um, Master Abel. Um, and it kind of shows, like, you see all the screens um, light up. It's, like, six different screens, and them like, various charts and graphs show, off, show up, like, of various, like, stocks. Like, a lot of them are in the red. But obviously, for some strange reason, because business is booming for them, um, Abaddon Systems stock is going skyrocketing. And you see on the desktop on the lower right, on these very thin floating screens, appears to be some sort of desktop that has different files available to you. Are they uh, yes. Uh, is there a particular item that you're looking for? So we're looking for some kind of antenna? 
No, we're trying to turn off the cameras. Did we succeed in doing that? Well, now I have files. Is there a security system file? Uh, yes. Uh, when you look there into it, you see there's like a control uh, icon for all the security in the building. Not just the office, but the building. The office. Okay. Yeah, it lights up. Uh, what do you want to do with it? Uh, I'm assuming turn it off. off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it turns off easily. Um, it actually even shows you when it's turned off. Is like it shows like any existing footage if you want to review it. Yeah, delete the existing footage and then freeze frame the empty. Um, okay, that's gonna take some um, fancy editing f on your part. So give me a computer check for that. Pretty good at that. Yeah, it's basic stuff for you. Like this is stuff that you learned like right away when you got into computers. Like. When you were like traveling the galaxy. Right now, I'm gonna look at the rest of the files. Okay, uh, you see things like financial uh, documents here. You see uh, private photos here. You even see what looks like to be a memoir of some sort, and uh, you also see a a small file. It's not labeled, and it's like in the very corner. It, it was almost like somebody like you know how you can sometimes like move your mouse off the screen, and you can't. You're not sometimes sure where it's at it's almost like the file is like halfway stuck onto where it's like missing off the window like you had to be specifically looking for it but since you were just like looking everywhere on the screen you just like caught it and when you click on it it requires a password There's a password give me another computer check i'm just gonna like roll 10 <laughs> 19 yeah it's a, you realize that this guy uses the same password on everything and you just like figured he uses this like it's Kinslinger again in lead speak and it opens up and you realize this is all the private projects that he has going on. And the most recent one was research into the all forge and like how it was able to help de-age him like through some sort of like gene therapy that was found in the all forge, how even shows like schematics of his new body when it was like installed with this new cyberware that he has and you can tell it's like the most advanced thing you've ever seen. I'm going to take that, download it onto another file mm -hmm. and then be a total quirk face after I make sure I got it saved on the new file and delete it from that file. It deletes um, easily. Um, you, but before you um, do that, you see that he even has like a little like personal note he put in there of where he put the all forge. All it making this easy too easy he put it in his desk in the top right i'm gonna no, check the drawer in the top right when you open it um you see there is some papers and that's it it just makes me think of a thought from like can i rummage uh yeah if you wish uh, go ahead and give me a perception check uh while she's doing this is anybody else doing anything special like are you looking around the room what was he yeah what's Rel is cleaning the room because he is the janitor. Looking <laughs> over Juniper's shoulder. Once the security system is um, disabled, then I would be doing the old-fashioned, like looking for secret doors or any you know places I could open, thinking that it wouldn't just be in the top fucking right drawer; it would have to be somewhere hidden. So mm -hmm. that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, if you want, uh, give me investigation. Okay, just a stick. That is my weak area. Yeah, um, you're kind of busy trying to make a. Even though Rel is actually cleaning um, the office, like you kind of still have like your little duster. So every once in a while, you're like maybe batting it against the wall. And while you're investigating, you hit like a really dusty spot and your face is like 
hit with dust while you're coughing, so you don't really catch anything. Okay, got it. Uh, Martel, you do anything? Um, I think Martel's just kind of not really, not anything specific. Okay. Um, yeah, just kind of like staying near everyone in case they need her for some reason. Um, going back to you, Juniper, um, with that perception of seven, Woo. you are like kind of just like jammed your hand into that, um, into that, um, drawer and just like it's almost like a fish just flopping in there, really. And give me a ref a, a dexterity save. I almost said reflex. There's a gun behind the papers. <laughs> Would I be within 10 feet? That's okay. It's a nat 20. Perfect. Would you look at that? <laughs> um, you succeed. Uh, what happens is you're like moving papers and you actually just get to the point where you're getting tired of these papers being in the way and you move them and you realize, you know, how, uh, when you sometimes feel something like kind of whoosh over you, you just still feel it, even though it doesn't touch you. Yeah, that's what happens. You feel something whoosh by your fingers and when you look down, you see a very sharp needle just like pop out of the out of the side of the of the drawer. All right, is there poison on it? Uh, what? It looks die? like it. It looks like it. Um, when you get a better look, you realize when you look down into the desk, there's actually seems to be some sort of reader on the top, like on the ceiling part of this drawer. And since you were like taking too long, based off what you're seeing. You surmise, like, maybe since it was taking you so long to open this drawer and find this uh, this reader, obviously some sort of, like, mechanism activated. Nice. Well, there's a knee here. That's not very safe. What? Um, Rap? Matt, can mm-hmm. Z, since she's standing there, can she see this reader? Uh, Give me a quick perception. 20. Oh, yeah. Like, you, it's at the right height level to where you actually can see it right. Your eyes are just, like, above the lid of the drawer so you can actually see it and you see this little like indented piece of metal that's obviously the reader okay does it is it like a does it look like like a like a palm scanner or something like a device it does it look like a trap or something that's used as a key to open another compartment of this drawer it does look like it does look like some sort of hand um scanner okay uh z goes "Mm, that's gonna be problematic uh and turns and goes uh, allegedly, it's somewhere in this desk, but there's a palm scanner. I wouldn't recommend sticking your hand in there. Juniper almost got shot. Shot? That's just a... Just hey, a yeah. hey. needle. When you take... Go to the hospital, and they give you... What do you call it? It's a shot. You almost it's got shot. It's a needle. needle. <laughs> <laughs> you get poked. I think... Uh, if I were to look at it, I think there's any way to physically get past it. Right? Like, just, you know ignore you know let's say it's a palm scanner that opens a lock can i just work on the lock uh you're going to give me an investigation on this i wish there was a way for me to get advantage somehow i could have helped you okay is is your investigation any good no but i'm taking the help action okay cool here we go with advantage i didn't need it but that wasn't that was great 15 um with that you realize um you can it seems like you could possibly circumnavigate it, but you're gonna have to do some sort of rewiring. Is there a way that Atlas can just hack into this thing? I can Absolutely. assist I can I can assist Juniper in hacking into the pad, but it seems to have its own network. It's not attached to the wireless network inside the inside the office. You may have to use the neural net 
or what is called the Aether to connect to it. Uh, does that mean some alarm just went off opening this drawer? No. Uh, Juniper has successfully turned off all security um, features inside the office and has created a loop. So nobody knows we're here at the moment except for that receptionist. Right. Okay, great. I just wasn't sure since you said this thing was on a separate network. But if we were to rewire it with my hands and Juniper's help, could we could we maybe do that? You can give it a shot. Um, that would be like a thieves tools and maybe uh, Juniper, you'll have to use a computer check to make sure no alarm goes off. Okay. So my thieves tools are my sleight of hand. Yes. Um, so I'm going to have Juniper talk me through this and um, I'm going to do a sleight of hand. So I'm going to try to you know move that that uh needle out of the way and and start on that project are you do you understand what we're doing here juniper and are you within 10 feet martel yes all right here we go with my (laughs) sleight of hand then 27 yeah you're able to like get your hand in there and like twist it to the point where some of the plating on the reader is like um loosened and some of the wiring is exposed okay use my advantage okay go ahead 25, that's a little 12. Yeah, um, yeah, Juniper is able to successfully guide you like how to properly rewire this reader to where when you finish putting the wires in the, into the plating in a certain way, you hear a chime, and you see the bottom drawer actually open and push itself open, and it's actually what well, looks like to be a solid block of wood instead of just a drawer with an opening. But when that opens, you see the top of it open up and you see a familiar hexagonal shape. It is the all forge that you picked up when you're on Iepetus. So before anybody grabs it, I want to check for traps on that as well. Uh, that would be investigation, sir. Yeah. So that's a four. Uh, what plus do I get? Uh... Wasn't I helping you with investigation? Oh, yeah, you were helping. That's right. So 13. Yep, looks perfectly all right. I think it's okay. So if we want to grab this, let me grab it, actually. Cause, okay? And I'll pick it up. Where do we want to put it when we're leaving? Who wants to carry it? I thought Z um, was picking it. Okay. Uh, yeah, and the plan is uh, Z is planning on leaving separately. Sounds good. So if you've got a pack or whatever, Z, why don't you open your pack and I'll put it in there. My thinking is, since I've got high dexterity, if it is trapped, I'll you know, just... I'll be able to get out of the way, so <laughs> I'm just going to kind of grab it and, and put it in your pack. Real quick, before you actually do that, Juniper, can you infect the CEO's, I don't know, body with some kind of virus? Let me get back with you on that, and then I go back to the computer. I think the thing I would like to do way more than that is just sell all of his stock at like an incredibly low price. I mean, yes, of course. Okay, all right. But if you want to fight... If we want to fight this man, it's better to have him weak, even if we don't have whatever item the Allforge might have. Okay. On hold. <laughs> we must do research. Yes. <laughs> Jennifer, why don't you just like download stuff on the Allforge in case you, we need it? You just download a bunch of malware. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, Z opens up her fanny pack for the Allforge. <laughs> Forgot about the fanny pack. The fanny pack um, that is beneath her oversized janitorial suit. All right, so uh, you're grabbing the um, all forge there, uh, there, like whoever's grabbing it. I thought Z already had it. No, not yet. 
Theron's grabbing it. I'm guessing Jason's mic died again. No, I'm still here. What was that? Okay. I'm sorry. Are you grabbing the All Forge? Yes, I will pick up the All Forge, and uh, like I said, I want to put it carefully into Z's backpack. So the moment you put your uh, an- your hand into the drawer, yeah. you s- you see your hand is like not covered, but you looks like it's gone through a laser grid, not a harmful one. It looks like it's just like an infrared laser grid. Like as right. soon, however, you don't hear any noises. There's gotta be an alarm somewhere else. Ask the nid. It, did, did that alarm just get triggered? What did, Jun- what did, what did the rays do? Uh, Juniper, when you see him do that, you hear a chime from your nid because you were connected to the network. It says alarm triggered, but it was unable to connect to the main network because you blocked it. Ah, because you're going, because you're going through all the security. I will put the all forge in the backpack and uh. Say, all right, kids, I guess everything's clean. Um, Z says, all right, the rest is up to you, and gives a salute and goes to leave the office. Wait, how much time we got left? Uh, when you look at the net, you realize you have about 20 minutes left. That's plenty, oh, plenty of time. Uh, Z, which way are you going? Should you exit with us and then leave after together? Um, I... I am afraid that it'll be suspicious if you enter with us and then leave with us and then we leave 20 minutes later. Um, that's, she says that's a good point. Um, we also have to complete that task for Master Ryu. Right, we could do that blunt force trauma thing, which is what I was saying, the rest is up to you. Um, I really wish I had a freaking invisibility cloak. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, because that would be pretty freaking awesome. Um, yeah, as soon as... So she turns around and goes, okay, as soon as we get uh, to the back to the elevators, I'll take yeah. the stairs. Okay. All right. Uh, what's next again? What did Master Ryu have us doing? First, first, Juniper, were you able to conclude anything about maybe infecting the CEO with a virus? Infect this with a virus? Uh, give me an intelligence check. That's you. Oh, I'm real, real stoked. Yeah. You know? I lick his doorknobs. That'll teach him. <laughs> 19. Um, yes, I'll I'll let you have it. Um, you know, the outside of like normal, like biological viruses, the only way to possibly infect him is through his cyberware that he has. Um, but you have no way to, you have to be in the vicinity of him. Like there's doesn't appear to be based off of what, when you're messing around with his desk to be some sort of like neural interface for him to attach himself to, to like maybe lay a virus trap for him. Everything seems to be on its own outside of that one like hand reader that you were messing with but yeah um it's a possibility of like maybe if you learned a few um um network viruses that can inject itself into a cyberware you you have to be within eye distance within c and i distance of him uh well no would be pretty close and personal even at the last time to cross paths right then i think i think if possible we get what we need and go now, and then go, and then try and come back to deal with him after you have maybe done something involving that. Unless There's anyone else, he'll come after us either way. Yes, that's that can't be counted out. I touched this to give him the device. Yes, yes. Uh, Matt, can I like? Is there something that kind of like a replicable replica? Uh, give me an investigation. I just got deja vu. <laughs> deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> 13. Um, the, you kind of remember when you're like getting into the office for the first time, you 
it wasn't very strong. It was more of like a subtle smell, almost like the room was like kind of layered with a smell of smoke. And maybe you thought like, oh, there was like a fireplace or maybe he smokes. And with that thought, you see on the desk, there's a hexagonal shaped cigarette tray. It's like almost the exact same dimensions, maybe slightly bigger than what the All Forge is. Um, but it's in the same sort of like shape as the All Forge. I'm going to grab it. Maybe find some like mechanically bits and inside it. <laughs> I, I'm good with computers, not arts and <laughs> And then put everything back together the way we saw it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Except, except the lack of ashtray. Right. Um, Juniper, give me a quick perception check. <laughs> 13 again. Um, when you're like quickly putting things back together like they should, like you're even trying to make sure all the file folders are exactly as they were, you see there was another file that you didn't get to look at because you were trying to find the All Forge. And but it says one word that you are very, very familiar with, and it is the catalyst. Oh, from the schematics that. Ryu had given us and everything. Z and Theron know pretty much exactly where that is. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, but when you were looking around, the exact spot that you were looking at was actually a window. It's like directions they kill us. Uh, when you open it, you realize it's actually the blueprint of the office, and you realize where it should be. It's hidden behind a false window. I go find it. Yeah, there's let actually. Me, let me open that. Okay. Um. There's actually a button on the screen that, like, a command to open the, um, the door. All right, I'm gonna. If she clicks that, I'm gonna try to go open it and and inspect it for uh, traps. All right, give me an investigation. I'm so sick of rolling investigation. Uh, <laughs> Rel, would you like to help? I'll help. All right, twelve. I'm helping. Um, <laughs> when Juniper, I'm assuming Juniper's clicking the button, but you're checking the vicinity. Exactly. Um. It opens up, and you thought it's just uh, when you looked out there, it would look like it was a sprawled out scale of the of the pillar that you're in, the major city that you're in. But when that button was pressed, it went black, even further black with the polarization. It opens to the side, and you see this huge metallic cylindrical device with a computer smack dab in the middle, and you see the catalyst. And when you were looking around. There doesn't appear to be any traps or anything like that. All right, Juniper. Right, Captain. I'm going to run to the computer real quick. We're, we're crunching on time. Uh, Give me a quick perception, Juniper. I will help. Thanks. I'm getting assisted, though. Mm-hmm. Five. That's not helping. Yeah. Um, uh, You missed the little lip of the door, like when you were running, and you just kind of tripped. just face plant. Get up. What are you doing? It's just like how kids just kind of like bounce back real quick and act like nothing's happened and just look around like no one look around like make sure no one saw you look real quick just run keep going so do we so we see the actual device though yes there's just the computer and device okay well uh z turns to martel and goes all right captain time for some blood force trauma and she taps her head right and i'm going to go over and try and hit this thing all right. Uh, go ahead and give me a roll. Yeah, sorry. We're real good at our... Um, yeah, you usually get it. Like, it's a standing object, but I'm just kind of curious the damage. Hits. There's that damage. I also want to do um, Thunderous Smite, I believe. All right. Yes. Um, let me double check real quick. See if 
there is a different spell I want to do. Dead. No, that's not. He was thinking okay. a head, good old headbutt, just for good measure. <laughs> so there's also thunderous smite on it. It needs to make a strength save. I'm gonna just have it fail because it's an inan- inanimate object. <laughs> cool. So actually, that's that's for if it's a creature because mm-hmm. if it's a creature, it gets pushed ten feet away and knocked yeah. prone. But it's not. Um, okay, so doing two-handed damage. Forty. Thank you. Forty points of damage, all told. Yeah, like you, like swing up like you're on the batter, like you're a batter, and just like swing it full force, like you're putting your entire body into it, and the head of the hammer just like perfectly dead center into the screen of the computer, and just like caves into the cylinder. You see huge cracks forming on the screen, and just starts like hearing whirling noises things breaking apart and all of a sudden you just see that like the thing collapse on its own weight uh i want to hit it again just for good measure yeah it's just like it's like uh just turning into this huge pile of debris like what's 26 damage on that second attack yeah it's like it's completely uh, obliterated like it's just huge shards of metal I turned to Martel. You're the worst janitor ever. I know. I'm so bad at my job. <laughs> I should be fired. You should. You, you should. just subtly slide the window back over it. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> slide the window, and then and then I look at Martel and say, "I'm firing us all. Let's leave." <laughs> Probably a good idea. Um, Saren, I there's something I want to talk about with you real quick. Um, and then if any of the others like give Marvel a side eye for wanting to have a private conversation with Theron. Um, she will just kind of say it has to do with um, our past. Okay. Does it, do you need to do it now? Yes. The computer's over there. It's like 10 feet away. <laughs> that would even do with the lady that you were eyeballing when we came through the elevator. Yes. Right. Uh, carry on. Uh, she's going to walk over to the door. Uh, she's just ready to, to get out. She's she's like, it, it's it's their business. I'm huh? looking at this other computer. Um. Oh, you mean like the one that Martel destroyed? Wait, we killed that one? I thought it was the yeah. All-4. Yeah. No, the All Four is just the one that we put in the backpack. The Catalyst ah! we just smashed. Ah! Yeah. You can go back to the original computer if you'd like and maybe sell off all his stock at a very <laughs> cheap price. That would be that awesome. Precious info! Precious right. info! <laughs> do it. Do it. Go. I'll sell all of his stocks to you. Yeah. Right, because that's not trackable. <laughs> <laughs> sell it to Rel, and he'll be able to pay off like one tenth of his <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, I can just sell Abaddon Systems to the Mercantile Senate. Problem solved. Yeah. Sell Abaddon Systems to the Mercantile Senate in Rel's name. <laughs> he looks at you all distraught, like you'd precious that she's we been did. years for. There's a company email that tells all the employees to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Paid. Paid. Gotta make sure they're paid. 300% bonus. Yep. Everyone gets a bonus. As long as you leave now. The janitorial staff gets like a a 500% bonus. Back on track, guys. She throws her hands up and she's like, I don't get paid enough for this shit. And walks (laughs) away. (laughs) She gets paid? Um, I mean, yes, we pay her. We pay all of the crew. Or we should. Do we not pay everyone? No, you don't. We really don't. No, I'm on five months of back pay. (laughs) Oh, oh boy. Form a union, but don't tell them. 
tracks. And then, yeah, you're right. Get back on track. But Zariel took the first payment and then your the second payment went straight to you, Myrtle. And you were just like, oh, OK. But you didn't share it with anybody. So no, we haven't gotten paid. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, you, you become the one percent mortal. Yeah, man, you're the man holding us down. Yeah, yeah. when's this gonna trickle down to us? It won't. Um, anyways, no. so has Martel been given privacy with Theron? I um, hate that. Don't, Jason, don't do anything with that. Uh, <laughs> you have like a, co- a small corner of the office to yourself. Okay, so then Martel is going to just kind of like spread her palms together just like essentially trying to help ground herself by using pressure um and she is going to say that woman out there is one of the main reasons our families are dead and i don't care you don't care that she's here what don't you care about i don't care that she's here i don't care that she's alive i i don't care I have stopped caring about the people who killed our families. Okay, that's bad? Is it? The apathy is bad. I mean, is it I'm not bothered or it's I simply don't care? I I can't care. I have so much weighing on me. I I had to let something go and apparently this is what it was. But anything I know if you let go of one emotion you love them all. You would think we should go. Yeah. At that, Juniper, you're working on the computer, correct? Yes. Uh, while you're working on it, you're trying, like I said, moving everything back together. You notice uh, some other files, like like the whole like stocks, the share of stocks that CEO ha- has, but you also see like transfer of ownership documents um, from his father to him, but you also see transfer of life as it were, not life, but like of um, duties, like transfer of duties. And it says on there his duties of being CEO slash owner of Abaddon Systems was switched to something else that doesn't make much sense. And it says bodyguard slash operator. And it has a link um, to a file that you couldn't quite see on the desktop when you were looking around. I clicked the- it's a video. And you see an old man, not the same one as you saw of Abel before he became young, but this is more, not old, but more like middle-aged, like in his 50s or something like that. And he's on a medical table. And he seems to be, have cyberware, not as advanced as what Abel has, but that's not the thing that might be concerning, is what you see happens after his surgery is done. You start seeing him being armed and armored. And the armor is almost pure white until his helmet is placed on him. You oh. instantly recognize that the helmet has a shark smile to it. Oh, shit. And she says it out loud. We got problems. Big problems. Are there things we need to deal with now? Uh, I don't think you want to deal with it right now, but... What's going on? Just, uh, you know... You just take a look at it for yourself. I go look at it. So she rewinds the video after she shows the documents of like transfer of ownership from um, Kane to Abel. But you didn't see the whole like transfer of duties, duties from CEO to bodyguard slash operator. 
and you realize something. The Harlequin was Kane all along. And that's where we're ending the episode tonight. <laughs> Kane is the CEO that we're going after right now, right? No. Um, he no, was going after Abel. Yes. Abel he was, was the previous. son. Okay. So Abel is a... Okay. It's a lot. Well, <laughs> that's it for this week's adventures in Celestial Expanse. Until next time, you can support CE on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Celestial Expanse. And you can find us on Instagram at C Expanse Podcast or on Facebook at Celestial Expanse Podcast. Also, you, the listener, can help us by giving us a like on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. We also have a Discord server, which can be found in the show notes. You can find me on Instagram at Diomedes underscore Industries. Matt, any news and where can the people find you? Uh, no news today. Um, if you want to talk about the podcast, uh, use the Celestial Cast hashtag on Twitter. Um, don't know if anybody's still on Twitter at this moment, but we'll see. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at RP underscore G Gamer. Natalia, any news from the art department? And where can the people find you? No news from the art department right now because we are the busy. Also, Jason, starting your commission this weekend. We'll keep you posted. Uh, and you can find me on Good Point About Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Indie Portfolios, or you can find me on Instagram ben, where can at people find you? underscore studio. You can find me on Twitter for the time being, at least, I guess. At Austin. The Void Man. Yo, is zero. Can follow me, Grotto. Clarence. I almost forgot my whole handle. <laughs> I am at Werewolf W A E R W O L V. Once again, Twitter is kind of dying, but that's my thing that I use basically anywhere. And so, remember, everyone, yeah, in space, <laughs> oh, no one can hear boy. you scream. Ah, 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 ah,